On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to The Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex P. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Sunday, November 21st, Ian Cameron with you, ready to break down the Sunday NHL card. We've got six games on tap, seven games rather, on tap today. Uh, in NHL action. Before we get to today's card, we're going to look back on Saturday uh, and see uh, what transpired. Uh, we started it off with two barn burners in the afternoon slate of games yesterday. New Jersey, Tampa, Carolina, LA, a lot of goals, lots of excitement, lots of back and forth action. And the New Jersey Devils with a 5-3 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning, a four-goal third period uh, for the New Jersey Devils in that game, turning a 3-1 deficit into a 5-3 win. Uh, give the Devils a lot of credit. Nice performance, great comeback. Uh, and guys that we've talked about stepping up for the Devils, Dawson Mercer, the guy, someone we've talked about, again, with these value goal scorer props. We've talked about players that are a little below, you know, the, below the radar, a little bit flying under the radar. They're not, you know, the top, forward or the top player necessarily on a particular team but there are people that are putting the puck in the net right now for uh, specific teams and Mercer's doing that for New Jersey he's kind of the player that got that comeback spearheaded so a uh, great third period for New Jersey to come back and win that game by a score of 5-3 Carolina beating LA 5-4 and another goal score prop with value we've talked about Seth Jarvis gets the scoring going in that game very early uh, for Carolina. Uh, definitely was uh, a good uh, feeling to win that one at a nice price, plus 400 uh, for him to score uh, in yesterday's game. And he now has scored in three straight games for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, didn't have their best defensive game, but certainly scored enough. Uh, and the offense was good against the LA Kings to get that victory uh, by a score of 5-4. Another victory for Frederick Anderson, you know, who just continues to have a very good season in net for the uh, Hurricanes. We know when he's healthy, he can be a very good goalie. And we're seeing that 11 and 2, 1.88 goals against and a 9.37 save percentage this year for Frederick Anderson in Carolina. Florida 5-4 victory over Minnesota. This was a game that was very exciting as especially the third period it went back and forth and the Florida Panthers now 10 and 0 on home ice this year uh, as they get a 5-4 victory uh, over the Minnesota Wild. Uh, yesterday. Uh, what else did we see? Calgary spoiling the debut for the New York Islanders in their brand new home arena, UBS Arena. Calgary spoils the home opening party for the Islanders, a nice 5-2 victory for Calgary in that game. Uh, Boston with a 5-2 win over Philly. Martin Jones starting to look like Martin Jones again. Remember the first few games of the year, he's looking really, really sharp, really strong. Uh, in net for the Philadelphia Flyers. Well, it hasn't been quite as good 
uh, the last couple of games here for uh, Martin Jones and the Bruins get to him for five goals and a 5-2 victory. A couple of us, I think all of us, like the over on yesterday's show, so you get a winner with that. I did not get a winner with this. It was very surprised. Toronto in regulation going down to defeat. Shut out by Tristan Jari. Who had, and look, both goalies were great. Campbell, uh, even though he only gave up the two goal, even though he gave up two goals, was very good again. And Jari was terrific as well. So it was a really good goaltending battle. A uh, good defensive game from both sides. And look, the Leafs are, a, I never thought I would say this in all the years, the recent years I've watched the Leafs. They're a dead nuts under team right now. I don't know what else there is to say. You know, it's they've still got a very capable, lethal offense, but, you know, you don't always see it. That's the one thing. And the second thing is, you know, it's a team that um, when it comes to the Leafs, they're fine playing low scoring, tighter checking hockey these days. They're comfortable. They don't go after the up and down trade chances style of game that really that's the only style they played for many years under Babcock. And then even at the beginning of the Keefe era. And here we go. Another under involving Toronto. Um, with uh, yesterday's game, a nice 2-0 uh, shutout win for the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins in that one. Uh, how about the Montreal Canadiens? Um, rising up after an embarrassing loss to the aforementioned Pittsburgh Penguins, they bounced back with a 6-3 win over Nashville. Uh, not a very good na- night for Nashville defensively. Not a good night for uh, UC Saros and Net. although to be honest with you, they kind of hung them out to dry. Uh, I don't think they gave them a lot of support in front of them. Uh, just it was a, one of the worst games Nashville's played all year. So uh, very uh, good win for Montreal, though, in that one, 6-3. Dallas, 4-1 over St. Louis. So they bounced back after getting uh, walloped uh, by uh, Minnesota. Keep in mind now, the Montreal win, the Dallas win. Examples of teams bouncing back strong after they get embarrassed. So maybe something you want to keep an eye on moving forward. You get teams that lose 8-2. to two, Seven to two, six nothing like Montreal did. Seven to two like Dallas did uh, against Minnesota, and both of those teams, Montreal and Dallas, uh, got back on track with victories last night. Keep an eye on those situations. Teams don't take it kindly when they get embarrassed. They get blown out by like five or six goals. So we saw evidence of that in two of the games last night, Montreal and Dallas. After blowout losses, uh, they both bounce back and end up in the win column last night. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes, who have not ended up in the win column very often this year, they get a nice overtime win against Detroit 2-1. to one. That's now two wins in the last three games for Arizona, and the loss in between was a game that went to uh, a shootout uh, against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. So all of a sudden, here's this Arizona team, you know, competing, you know, playing good defensively, um, and uh, a team that's definitely small baby steps of improvement. I mean, let's not go crazy about, you know, what Arizona's done the last three games, but competitive, you know, better defensively. Scott Wedgwood's given them uh, a shot in the arm. He's played well in net the last few starts. He's been in between the pipes for the Coyotes. So give uh, Arizona credit. Uh, They've been better the last three games. We'll see. They are playing a back-to-back against LA today. We will get to that game on our Sunday uh, analysis uh, of the NHL card. Um, And the last few games last night, well, Chicago losing 5-2 to Edmonton. You know they weren't going to win every single game. (laughs) They weren't going to go undefeated the rest of the season since the coaching change. They were going to lose eventually. And uh, of all teams to lose to, you would think, yeah, Edmonton's a pretty damn good hockey team. They've lost just once at home this year. Maybe this would be the night Chicago would finally lose their first game in the Derek King era. Uh, And that's exactly what we saw, 5-2. You just, uh, you know, can't. 
can't give up goals that early. You can't take penalties against Edmonton. And you certainly can't give up a shorthanded goal when you're down 2 nothing, trying to get back into the hockey game like Chicago did. Uh, and that was definitely uh, what did them in. I thought they played a good second period and third period. Uh, I agree with the people in the chat. I agree. They played better in the second, but you can't dig yourself a 3 nothing hole against a team like that. Sorry, you just can't do that and, and expect to win. So uh, Chicago is it's the old Mike Babcock saying, Start on time. They did not start on time last night, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, and they paid the price for it, losing 5-2 to Edmonton. Uh, and then Washington shutting out San Jose uh, 4-0 last night. Uh, I like the Capitals in that game, so it was at least nice to uh, win that uh, final bet of the night, if you will, uh, in uh, NHL action. Uh, certainly it was great to see for uh, from a Capitals standpoint, uh, Nick Dowd and TJ Oshie uh, back uh, in the lineup. Again, this was a team that had been a little bit gutted at, at the center ice position, uh, they at least get Dowd back. They're still without Eller. And, of course, they get a guy that was really one of their best goal scorers and offensive weapons behind Ovechkin, finally back from injury in TJ Oshie uh, last night for the Capitals. So uh, definitely a very uh, good win for Washington, 4 nothing uh, over San Jose uh, as they take care of business in that one. All right, that was yesterday. Let's turn the page to today, Sunday's card. We're going to start with the Minnesota Wild and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Got Tampa Bay, uh, minus 140 to minus 150 home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Uh, it looks like we're probably going to have a goalie matchup of Brian Elliott. It is definitely going to be Brian Elliott in net for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. It was uh, Vasilevsky yesterday. Uh, and look, not one of Vasilevsky's better games, to be honest with you, uh, in that 5-3 loss to the New Jersey Devils. But really, the whole team didn't play a good defensive third period uh, in that game. Uh, against the Devils yesterday. We'll see if they can uh, right the ship here against Minnesota, who are coming off uh, a very similar higher-scoring loss as well uh, yesterday uh, to the Florida Panthers, 5-4 uh, in that one. Uh, you know, they've been lighting up the scoreboard lately. Both of these teams have, uh, essentially. You look at Tampa Bay, uh, they have scored 3-4, 4, four and 3 uh, in their last four games. Minnesota has scored 4 uh, times in uh, three of their last four games. They scored four against Seattle, uh, seven against Dallas. They had the four spot yesterday uh, against Florida. Uh, and so they have definitely been able to uh, find the uh, back of the net with uh, regularity here. Um, really impressed, actually, with the balance you get from the uh, Wild. You know, it's not hasn't always been Kaprizov this year uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild. I mean, they've got Marcus Foligno and Ryan Hartman scoring goals for them. Erickson X been uh, a capable offensive player, Zuccarello. Uh, you know, they've just gotten different. Uh, Fiala, they've gotten different players stepping up offensively for them night in and night out. You know, Freddie Gaudreau has also potted a goal or two uh, in the last few games. Uh, Tampa Bay, we know uh, how capable they are, uh, certainly at times offensively. Brian Elliott in net. Numbers not great this year. 3.08 goals against 880 save percentage. Probably going to see Capo Kakinen here uh, in net for the uh, Minnesota Wild after Talbot was in yesterday. And Kakinen's numbers, not great either. 3.07 goals against 882 save percentage. You know, my focus was on football. I was out most of the day and most of the night yesterday. So I really didn't dive into the NHL card for today until earlier, earlier this morning, basically an hour before we started the show here. And unfortunately, I missed the five and a halves that were out there because I do know that this total opened five and a half and it's up to six, five and a half. I would have loved the over in this game. And uh, I still have bet the over six here uh, in this one. But boy, I'm disappointed I missed five and a half. I don't I don't like doing that when I miss the best of the number 
or the best of the line. It bothers me when that happens. But at six, I would still go over in this game. I certainly uh, look at this matchup as two teams that are kind of better offensively at the moment, I guess you could say, than defensively. And certainly you've got a matchup between uh, the backup number two goalie options uh, probably for both teams today. So nothing on the side. Both teams looking to bounce back. So I expect good effort from both teams. But we'll go over six minus 115 here with Minnesota, Tampa Bay. All right, Buffalo, New York Rangers. We've got the Rangers minus 240, home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, Buffalo Sabres, of course. Uh, Dustin Tokarski, I think at this point, has taken hold of the number one spot. Now, I know he was in net when they lost 5 nothing to Calgary, but don't forget what he did against P Pittsburgh before that. Basically stole the game uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. We'll see who's in net for them here uh, in this matchup, taking on the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, the Rangers, of course, they have not played since uh, Thursday. Uh, they lost 2-1 to one, uh, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was a really good game, even though it was a low-scoring game back and forth. Good defense, good goaltending uh, on both sides. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres, 2-7 and seven in their last nine games. The only victories uh, were Edmonton and Pittsburgh. They actually beat two pretty good teams there, Edmonton and Pittsburgh, but uh, they've lost every other game besides that. Uh, they've definitely had a tough time keeping the puck out of their own net during that span as well. Uh, you look at Buffalo, they've given up five goals to Calgary and Toronto in two of their last three games. I'm interested in a Rangers team total over in this game. That's the only thing I'm considering. Uh, Rangers team total over three and a half, even money. But I want to see who's in net. Um, if it's Tokarski, um, uh, you know, Rangers first period puck line. Uh, Melissa's in our chat mentioning that. That's that's good. That's again, when you're talking about a big favorite, minus 240, there's not much to say in terms of great value bets for that side. I mean, you're looking at minus 250 for the money line. You're looking at pretty much even money for minus one and a half goals on the puck line. The Rangers are off a, off a loss to Toronto, so you would expect them to not take Buffalo for granted, have a strong start, play a good first 20 minutes. So uh, I hear you on that first period. Uh, and, and, of course, you can do the puck line, which is minus a half plus 120 uh, for the New York Rangers first period puck line. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. I wouldn't talk anyone uh, out of uh, placing that bet. does make sense. They're off the loss to Toronto. Uh, and uh, you would think the first 20 minutes they play well. So uh, that makes some sense to me. Uh, I'm definitely interested, like I said, in the team total uh, over three and a half. But I want to see who's in net for Buffalo because Don Granado is basically uh, he's gone back and forth with his goaltending lately. Uh, the last few games, uh, you know, Tokarski, it could be if it's Farmer in the Dell, sign me up for a Rangers team total over because we remember when Aaron Dell got his last start for Buffalo. It was against Toronto last Sun uh, last Saturday. Uh, and he ended up giving up five goals uh, in that game. Uh, so if it's uh, an Aaron Dell sighting for the Buffalo Sabres tonight as their starting goalie, uh, we'll definitely be looking probably at a Rangers team total in this one, uh, over three and a half. Calgary-Boston, we've got Boston minus 175, home favorites here, five and a half the total uh, in this game. Oh, by the way, the Rangers game, Capococco, Lafreniere. I mentioned them prior to the last couple games the Rangers have played. Uh, the, the Montreal game, the Toronto game, you, you know you're going to probably have a good chance to see Zibanejad and Panarin and Kreider find the back of the net. But I'm seeing a lot more offensive chances and generation of scoring chances, generating scoring chances. We're seeing more of it the last, I would say, three to four games from both Capococco and Alexi Lafreniere for the Rangers. So 
I think from a prop standpoint, those are the two players where the value is right now. They're getting their chances. They're getting their opportunities. You've seen their SOG numbers, shots on goal go up recently as well. I think if you're looking for pretty solid value in terms of goal score props, uh, definitely to look at Kako and uh, Lafreniere are going to be the guy. Now, like I say, I've never say to anyone, don't bet Kreider to, to score a goal. He's been terrific. He's been their best offensive player uh, this year. It's never a bad bet with just how good he's been. But if you're looking for that better price, that better value, a little more bang for your buck, I think right now when it comes to the Rangers, you want to look at players like Kako and Lafreniere down the lineup a little bit and starting to, I think, uh, get a lot of, a lot more chances uh, in terms of offensive uh, opportunity. Uh, Calgary-Boston, we've got uh, Boston minus 175 home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this one. Bruins, I'm only looking over the total with them, and I'm going to bet it again here. We're riding Boston games over the total uh, in this one. By the way, Markstrom was in net. Of By the way, credit to Calgary uh, last night. 5-2 win over the Islanders. Of course, the Islanders returning home, opening up their brand-new building, and it was a, a solid road win, spoiling the party. Calgary uh, in that game, a solid performance. Very good from Jacob Markstrom. He was very good in net uh, for the Flames. Islanders were really pressing in the third. Uh, and uh, he was sharp. He shut the door repeatedly in that third period where the Islanders outshot the Flames 14-7. to seven. Uh, So definitely give um, Markstrom credit, a great game. And for Calgary, you know, we saw a great game from uh, a bunch of different players stepping up, scoring goals for them. Mangiapane, again, two goals last night. You just got to bet him every game at this point. Uh, to score a goal. That's what I'm doing here. Mangiapane, goal score prop. You better believe it. Two goals last night. Uh, he just continues to find the back of the net for this Flames team. Uh, he's And, his, yeah, they haven't adjusted his price as much as they should. Like, he's still plus 210 to plus 250 at most sports books in this game against Boston tonight to score a goal. And here's Andrew, Andrew Mangiapane, who continues to just find the back of the net, fill it up uh, for this Calgary Flames team. Uh, and I think definitely to look toward him to score a goal on a regular basis is never a bad thing. I'm leaning Calgary here at this price. I understand that uh, it's it's a back-to-back for both teams, first of all. Boston was in Philly last night. Calgary was in uh, against the Islanders on the road last night. So it is a back-to-back for both teams. And you look at the short-term track record of both teams on the second of back-to-back games, Flames have the edge. Flames have been better. Flames are 4-1 and one in their last five on a back-to-back. Bruins just one and four their last five on the uh, back-to-back. Uh, of course, Linus Allmark was in net for the uh, Bruins last night, so it'll be Jeremy Swayman uh, in net tonight for the Bruins. Jimmy talked about that on yesterday's show, that we were probably going to see Swayman tonight, and that's exactly what's going to happen. For Calgary, I'm. it hasn't been confirmed yet, but you could, you could be pretty confident saying that Dan Vladar uh, is going to be the goalie tonight for Calgary, and why not? He's playing his former team. He was in the Boston Bruins organization last year. Uh, and uh, he was drafted by the Bruins. This is going to be a chance for him to play his old team, probably a, a situation that p- fires him up. And Dan Vladar has played pretty solid at times in some games that he's played lately for the uh, Calgary Flames. I like what I've seen. 1.96 goals against average, 9.33 save percentage. You look at his recent starts that he's had, a shutout win over Ottawa, 4-0, uh, a loss to Toronto, 2-1, but I thought he was magnificent uh, in that game. 35 saves on 37 shots for the uh, Flames in that outing against the uh, Leafs. So his last two starts, he's been really good. He's given up just one goal in those two games combined. The numbers are good. He's 3-0-1 on the season. He's up against his former team here 
uh, the Boston Bruins. Um, Boston's, you know, won a few in a row. They swept the two games last weekend, beat Philadelphia last night, but they beat Jersey. They beat Montreal. They're okay wins. They're not great wins. They beat Philly last night with Martin Jones in net. You know, who's a goalie? He is what he is. It's Martin Jones. You know, I think now you're going to price Boston minus 170, minus 175. I think it's a little inflated price here. I think we have a live dog, potentially, very much so. I mean, you're going to put Calgary in this price range. I'm not so sure they should be this big of a dog here in this spot, especially with a goalie that's going to be in net, that's facing his former team, that's amped up, that's fired up, that's incentivized to go out there uh, and play a really good game tonight against this Bruins team. So uh, Calgary, for me, I'm, 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 I'm taking that. Plus 155 is what you can get with the Calgary Flames uh, in a lot of spots here. Uh, by the way, they're 4-0, I believe, in the uh, last four head-to-head meetings against the uh, Bruins, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just confirm that because, uh, oh, it's the over, I should say, that's 4-0 uh, in the uh, last four uh, meetings between these two teams. So the over's 4-0 uh, in the last four meetings, and I'm on the over as well here. Uh, but I also like Calgary, plus 155. Uh, I think that price just a little bit rich uh, on the Bruins here tonight in this one. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, New York Islanders. We got Toronto minus 120. Slight road favorites here uh, tonight at the brand new UBS Arena. Five and a half the total. So back to back games for both teams. They both played last night, the Leafs and the Islanders. Leafs shut out by the Penguins 2 0, and the Islanders losing to the Flames. The Islanders definitely have issues in terms of their lineup right now. Uh, Big-time issues. First of all, Ryan Pollock, one of their key defensemen's out uh, and injured long-term. Then you've got Anders Lee, Andy Green, Josh Bailey, uh, and Ryan jo- Ross Johnston on the uh, COVID-19 protocol list. And now you've got Adam Pellick, another key defenseman on uh, COVID protocol uh, for the uh, Islanders, and also now Anthony Beauvillier uh, as at this point in time. So, you know, we thought it was just going to be a couple of players initially. Uh, that we're dealing with this COVID stuff for the uh, Islanders. It's a bunch, and they're all key players. Pullock and Pellick, we've talked about them the last two years, two of their better defensemen, especially in their own zone. And you're kind of seeing this team kind of struggle a little bit all of a sudden defensively without them. Last night they sure did uh, against Calgary. Uh, and then now you've got key forwards out. you got your captain out, uh, Anders Lee, uh, veteran defenseman, Andy Green, Josh Bailey, a very effective depth forward. Uh, and of course, Beauvillier, you know, a top six forward for you that are all going to be missing here for the uh, New York Islanders tonight. And you've got the Leafs coming in here off a shutout loss. I understand why Toronto's a road favorite here, and I understand why Toronto's taking some money here uh, in this game. I lean Leafs. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I would only look Toronto here uh, on the back-to-back. And that's even with the young kid uh, in net tonight. It won't be Jack Campbell. Back-to-back, he played last night. It's going to be uh, Wall, you know, as Trump would say, we're going to big build this wall, big, beautiful wall. Yeah, Joseph Wall uh, for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs here uh, in this uh, game tonight for the uh, tr- uh, for the Leafs, making the start. It's his second start uh, in net uh, for the uh, Leafs. Uh, he started last Saturday uh, against the uh, Buffalo Sabres, and Joseph Wall actually played pretty well in that game. Now, Buffalo scored four goals, but you know a lot of those goals, I don't think he could have done much uh, about them. Uh, we'll see now how Wall does here. Second start against the Islanders. Now the Islanders, though, can see a little bit more of what to expect from them. They can go back and watch the the uh, tape of that Toronto-Buffalo game, see if they can take advantage of some tendencies, some weaknesses in his game. Uh, we'll see if they can. Probably a game I'm going to end up passing, to be quite honest with you. Uh, the total's five and a half. Uh, 
I, I, the Leafs have committed to a good defensive game. Now, the game with Wall and Ned against Buffalo did go over the total. We do want to keep that in mind. So I guess if you if you made me choose, if you made me choose a total, I would lean over. But I don't love it uh, just because the Leafs have committed themselves to playing a really, really good, solid, sound, structured team style of defense right now. Uh, and definitely uh, a situation where, uh, you know, right now with this uh, Leafs uh, team, they're, they're, they're playing really well in their own zone. Uh, even with the young kid in net, you know they want to play well in front of him here tonight. And I think the New York Islanders, Barry Trotz was saying, we got to get back to our defensive ways after last night. He didn't like the turnovers. He didn't like the mistakes with the puck. So you got to think they want to dumb this down and play tighter tonight as well, Islander-type hockey. So we'll see how it goes. There's a lot of question marks both sides. I do think it's a good bounce-back spot for Toronto. I favor them a little bit here uh, in this one, but uh, I'm going to probably end up staying away. Just a lean for me to the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs in this one. All right, Chicago, Vancouver. We've got Vancouver minus 140 home favorites, five and a half, six the total uh, in this one. Um, you look at this situation here. Uh, it's going to be interesting here with Vancouver minus 140. You know, I, I kind of was leaning Vancouver because look, you have a team that's gone through the abyss, right? And come out the other side. Uh, and that's, a, well, I don't know if they've truly come out at the other side. They got to put some wins together. You know, it's you haven't come out of the abyss if you're if you're going to lose five in a row in ugly fashion like the Canucks did, snap the skid by beating Winnipeg, and then fall right back into the tank and into the loss column tonight against Chicago. You know that means you're just falling back into your uh, struggles again. So you know I'm going to give them the opportunity though to show me that they can maybe string a couple of wins together. That was that was a much better game from them beating the Jets on Friday night. Uh, the defense was better. Look, even the penalty kill, well, first of all, I shouldn't say the penalty kill was good. They didn't take any penalties. Maybe that's what's going to cure this horrendous Vancouver penalty kill. Just don't take any penalties. That would be a good start. That would be a good way to maybe uh, you know, improve your penalty kill. Maybe don't go to the box. Maybe don't take that hooking penalty. Maybe move your feet. You know, Maybe get body position. Don't have to hook and hold and, and interfere with anybody. You know, That's a good start to fixing a bad penalty kill. Just don't take penalties in the first place. And Vancouver certainly uh, did a good job of that uh, against the Jets Friday night. No penalties, no power plays given to the Jets. So that was critical to them getting that victory. Again, another spot on this card where you have two teams on a back-to-back. Chicago was in Edmonton. Actually, that's not the case. Vancouver uh, played Friday night. Chicago is on a back-to-back, losing 5-2 to Edmonton uh, last night. We'll see if the uh, Hawks can uh, bounce back here in this game. They are not a team I trust on the back-to-back. 0-5. Uh, in their last five games in this spot uh, on the second night of back-to-back games. And again, Vancouver got a win, a little more positive, uh, a little more pep in their step. By the way, the over 5-2 and two in the last seven for the Blackhawks on the second night of back-to-back games, the overs 9-3 and three in the last 12 meetings between these teams, 5-1, and 5-1-2, one, one I should say, in the last eight meetings in Vancouver. So uh, we got Chicago-Vancouver over 5.5 here, minus 120. Uh, in this one, that's probably the way I would go. I mean, you finally saw the Blackhawks, and look, I've been reluctant for a, a, a period of time right now to bet Chicago over the total because they really had been playing some better defense, uh, better in their own zone, uh, helping out their goalie a lot more uh, in the first three or four games since Derek King took over behind the Blackhawks uh, bench. But you know, we saw them again, kind of struggle turnovers, just bad puck management at times. 
last night in the loss to Edmonton. You can't do that against them. So, And you're talking a total of five and a half in a series history that has been dominated by overs when Chicago plays Vancouver. So uh, I'm going to look at uh, Chicago-Vancouver uh, over uh, five and a half, uh, minus 120 uh, in this one. All right, Washington-Seattle. Uh, we've got Washington minus 115 uh, road favorites here, uh, five and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, Seattle Kraken, man, uh, things have just completely gone, uh, crumbled for them, fallen apart in shambles. You know, whatever term you want to use, it's just been uh, an ugly stretch uh, of hockey for the Seattle uh, Kraken. There's no question. Um, and it's amazing because the one thing I thought when I looked at how this roster was constructed, and it's not just me, you ask anybody going into this season, when you first saw the Seattle roster, you thought, wow, they'd be pretty solid defensively. They'd struggle to score goals. That's kind of what we thought, but uh, they've actually struggled mightily defensively, um, and they've actually been able to score some goals at times, so it's kind of been the reverse. Uh, It's just been a, a rough stretch, six straight losses, and you look at the six losses, they give up five in a loss to Arizona, four to Vegas, who are shorthanded in that game, seven goals allowed to Anaheim, four goals to Minnesota, four to Chicago, seven to Colorado the other night. And if you're Dave Haxtell, you're, you're shuffling the defensive pairs the last few games. He's done that. It hasn't fixed the defense. He's changed goalies. He gave Grubauer a rest. He put Chris Drieger in uh, on Friday night against Colorado. That didn't help uh, either. Um, so you've got all kinds of issues right now for the Seattle team. Yeah, I, I, Dave Haxtell didn't have a good run at the end of Philadelphia there, Terry. I mean, he's talking about how Haxtell's not a good coach. Well, it didn't end well. He had one good year there in Philly. It didn't end well. Uh, he was an assistant for the Leafs the last couple, so it's hard to evaluate that. But as a head coach, and here he is in Seattle, and you know, it's this is rough right now. And look, this is a fan base that's still – in a state of euphoria, they're happy to have hockey, NHL hockey, and NHL franchise there, you know. But at some point, they're going to want to see a better performance and a better product on the ice, and they're not seeing that right now uh, at this point in time. So, yeah, all kinds of defensive issues. This is something they've talked about now for multiple games that they got to clean it up at the defensive end, and it's just not happening. So, until it changes, I'm going to keep going with the same thought process in terms of Seattle games from a betting standpoint that I've had the last few games, you bet it over and you take the, uh, the opponent for Seattle. And that's exactly, I think what I'm going to do here. Now it is a back-to-back uh, situation uh, for the Washington Capitals, a nice four, nothing shutout win last night uh, over uh, the San Jose Sharks. Uh, we'll see if they can keep that rolling here tonight uh, in this game. The Capitals have been one of the absolute best teams in terms of long-term track record on a second night of back-to-back games. They're 16-5 and in their last 21 games on the second night of back-to-back games, uh, the Washington Capitals. So uh, pretty impressive numbers right there uh, going, uh, for, the, for them uh, on the second night of back-to-backs going into this game. Uh, Ovechkin, of course, scores again last night twice. Connor Sheary gets the other two goals. Uh, solid performance from Ilya Samsonov. Uh, in net for the uh, Capitals last night. Probably will be Vitek Vanacek in net for Washington tonight. And I would think, you know, with Drieger, not really, like if Drieger had come in and played well and the team played well in front of him Friday night against Colorado and they won that game or were competitive, then Dave Haxtell probably would have went back to Drieger tonight. Now, we don't have a confirmed goalie for Seattle, but I do expect it to be Philip Grubauer. I think they're going to go back to him, give him another chance here. Uh, and we'll see if he can uh, step things up. But 4-13 and now, the Seattle team, 
Uh, it's been rough. They're now just three and six at home at Climate Pledge Arena. So they started the season playing good hockey on home ice, and now they uh, they haven't even been able to win games at home. They've struggled. They've lost six in a row. Uh, each of the last eight Seattle Kraken games have gone over the total. So that's what I'm going to roll with here tonight. I'm going to go with Washington minus 115, and we're going to go over 5.5 minus 120 here uh, in this game between the Capitals and the Kraken. The one little concern that I have for Washington is, look, they're 6-1 and one their last seven. Uh, they've won uh, each of the last two road games uh, in this uh, road trip of theirs, uh, and I believe after this they go home. So that last game of the road trip, I worry about that spot, especially when you've won a couple that maybe you're just, you know, you're looking forward to going home. So maybe that's something that Seattle can use to their advantage. But um, I'm, I'm still going to go ahead with Washington here. I was on Washington last night, uh, and I'm going to take him again. And again, I got, just got to dare this Seattle team to shore up their defensive zone. And uh, that's something that has been an absolute uh, disaster area for them uh, in the last six games. So uh, for me, I'll be on the caps. I'll be on over five and a half as well. All right, final game on this Sunday card, Arizona, Los Angeles. We've got the Kings minus 225, minus 230 home favorites, five and a half the total shaded to the under uh, in this game. I would lean under the total uh, in this game. I think it's got a chance to be lower scoring. I got to believe Todd McClellan's not thrilled uh, with a defensive effort yesterday. 5-4 loss to Carolina, very sloppy with the puck. Uh, in that game, not something that I'm sure he wants to see his team duplicate uh, here in this one against uh, Arizona. And on the flip side, when it comes to the uh, Coyotes, you know, we've talked about this with them, that uh, this is a team right now, uh, the Coyotes, that they're really trying to play really tighter hockey. I think that's the gist of it. You look at it, they've gone under and four of their last five games. They know offensively they're challenged on a lot of nights to get to three goals or more. I think they realize, you know, hey, we've got to really be good in our own zone, keep ourselves, give ourselves a chance, keep ourselves in the game. And I think that ends up being key. And it also ends up being key that they've gotten some good goaltending from Scott Wedgwood. He's played well uh, lately uh, for the uh, Coyotes, but he was in net for the win against Detroit uh, last night. It is back-to-back for both of these teams, but Arizona's traveling to L.A., and L.A.'s back-to-back. They played an earlier game in the afternoon, and they're at home again, so no travel for them. So it's definitely an easier back-to-back for the L.A. Kings going into this game. There's still a lot of injuries here for the uh, Kings on the blue line. Doughty and Walker are still out. Uh, When you look at the uh, Coyotes, even they're banged up a little bit uh, with uh, Nick Schmaltz out, uh, Connor Timmons, Johan Larson, Dimitri Yashkin, Christian Fisher, Anton Strawman on the blue line. So Arizona is still very much banged up. There's one player I want to mention here for Arizona. If you're going to bet maybe someone to score a goal right now, it might be Barrett Hayton. Two goals and th- two shots on goal in three straight games. He had a two-goal game against St. Louis. He's definitely getting uh, opportunities here. You're going to get better value there. So there's your uh, value goal score prop consideration here for the uh, Arizona Coyotes right now. That would be... Uh, Barrett Hayton for the uh, Coyotes at this point in time. So I would lean under the total. I would think you're going to see a net for the uh, Coyotes tonight. Uh, Carl Carl Vamelka, I think, is going to be a net tonight for them. Uh, of course, it was Peterson yesterday, so it's going to be a Jonathan Quick, you would think, tonight uh, for the Kings. Not confirmed, but expected he'll be in net. He's been great. Jonathan Quick's been really, really good. I mean, he started in the loss to Washington a few nights ago. That was a 2-0 loss for the Kings. He was terrific, though. 36 saves, 37 shots. He has a 1.88 goals against average, 940 save percentage this year for the um, Los Angeles Kings. So 
Uh, very, very solid. He's kind of turned back the clock a little bit. I, you know, can he keep this up for the whole season? I don't know. Uh, but right now he's playing well in net for the uh, LA Kings. And, uh, you know, I would think the LA Kings would will win this game. I don't want to lay the price. I'm not involved in it from a side perspective. It's just, a, uh, I think the Kings win. If you want to get creative, take Kings first period puck line or minus one and a half, you can. But I'm going to stay off this game entirely just to lean for me to the under. That's it. Uh, when it comes to uh, this game here between the uh, Arizona Coyotes and the Los Angeles Kings. All right, that is the uh, Sunday card uh, for uh, this week. Or uh, Before we get to um, best bets to uh, wrap up the show, uh, we want to remind you, of course, about DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. We have They are offering an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. doesn't matter if it's a one-timer, deflection, or a breakaway. However they light the lamp, you win. Uh, if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, don't worry. You can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right, it is time for Best Bets to wrap up this Sunday edition of the Ice Guys show. Uh, we'll see what we can find here for a best bet. Uh, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Washington, Seattle, uh, over five and a half here, minus 120. Uh, I like the Washington side here, but I think I like the over more. At the end of this road trip for Washington, I could see for I don't know. I just get that sense they could be a little lackadaisical, sloppy. Uh, looking forward to getting home after this road trip, and that could open the door for you know some defensive breakdowns potentially. I find maybe when a team's looking forward to getting home after a couple of wins on the road and the final game of the road trip, you don't see them play their best defensive game. Maybe you see that from Washington tonight. You certainly can't trust Seattle to play a good defensive game right now. They haven't played a good defensive game in weeks. Uh, it has been just absolutely rough. It hasn't mattered who's on the blue line. Like I said, Dave Haxtell's put his defensive pairings in the blender, and he's shaking them up game to game, and nothing has worked. It doesn't matter whether it's been Grubauer or Drieger in net. Uh, the goaltending decisions have not helped uh, this team uh, in terms of keeping the puck out of their own net either. So uh, with the total only being five and a half now uh, in this game, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it here with Seattle. Eight and O to the over uh, in their last eight games. We'll see if they can make it nine straight overs tonight. We'll go with Washington, Seattle, over five and a half, minus 120. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this Sunday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition. Of the Ice Guys, we thank everybody for joining us live uh, on YouTube. Hit the like button. Definitely do that. We appreciate it. Those of you watching the Ice Guys show on YouTube, hit the like button uh, on your way out. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And a reminder, as always, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week on YouTube, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form 
on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the podcast whenever you can't watch The Ice Guys Live. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I am Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. Enjoy the NFL. Enjoy the NHL and everything else in between on this Sunday. Have a great Sunday, and we will be back and talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of The Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.